This is a new state, I try to get right. This is a new state, to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new state, to live your life. This is a new state, I try to get right. This is a new state, to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today we got a very special guest on by the name of Andy Gay, head coach, coach, athletic director, uh, county commissioner, uh, uh, equipment manager. He done did everything. And this is a legendary person for Gaston County, Quincy, Florida, man. I got so much respect for Coach Gay. I remember as a young kid, um, getting ready to go go to Shank, but like in elementary and middle school, I would always see him because I used to love football. I used to go to the games. And back at these times, I used to love like schools like Tennessee. Don't, don't hate on me now, y'all. I used to love the Tennessee Volunteers. The, uh, I used to just like them because they linebackers on um, Florida State, uh, Penn State. It was certain school. It's like my mama birthed me to be a linebacker. So when I when I used to go to the games, I would always see Coach Gay. He was always kind of buffed up, but he was the one I always see saying this, talking to the referee. Every I'm talking about every time. So as you grow, you know you go from elementary to middle school, and I'm still seeing the same person up and down the sideline. And then they would have these um papers come out every year um in the Tallahassee Democrat in the Gaston County you'll see a name in the game and I was like well he must be the one always running the show and we had a guest on today doing it, uh, another podcast we had named by the name of Greg Taylor he even mentioned Coach Gay he said man he the one who helped him play ball as well during his career and his journey and Coach Andy Gay he was the legendary coach for the James A. Shanks High School Tiger in Quincy, Florida. He was one of the coaches who coached Dexter Jackson, Super Bowl MVP, Willie Simmons. Matter of fact, he had a team, y'all, I kid y'all not, he had a team with about 12 D1 players, probably more than that, 12 D1 players on the team. He had a fam you head coach, Willie Simmons. He was his quarterback. Alex Jackson signed to Georgia. Donnie Young, Troy, Jamal Holt, Troy, Leroy Smith, Florida State, Deontay Fad, Fan U, Ronnie Thomas, Clemson, Big Smitty, Fan U. He also had Big Vaughn and uh, Cabo. They went to Tuskegee. He had a, a linebacker by the name of Michael Everett, Louisville, Charles Harper, Clemson, uh, Charles Berry, Delta State. I'm probably missing somebody. If, if I am, y'all, you know, y'all forgive me, but this is what I'm talking about, man. That on that one team that he was the head coach of, he had all them players go to school. But I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Coach Gay? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a blessing to have you on, and especially since Mike, he didn't give me the whole <laughs> lay down about how big time you was, so I feel honored to be in here with you. Well, I appreciate that, and I 
I was telling Mike before we started this, I, I remember bringing him up as a JV player, and he was a ninth grader. Mm -hmm. And we knew then he was going to be a special player. He he didn't back down from nothing. We'd throw him right to, right into the fire with the bigger boys, and it didn't it didn't bother Mike a bit. He he was tough as nails. Sometimes they be just crazy, cool. Well, I think I had a little bit <laughs> to do with it too. Cause I used to see where I like those crazy ball players though, like Mike. Cause when what my ninth grade year, and I seen them boys on varsity like that. It it even though I was going to be on varsity that next season in Bartow. Them boys were big out there, so he ran into the fire like that. Yeah, it, he didn't back down from nothing, and I, I, I like that about him. And I knew he was going to be a good ball player. Now, Coach, I want to jump right into it. Like, how did – where did you actually – did you play college ball? Nope. So you just love coaching. Yeah, I uh, – and, and Greg, you mentioned Greg Taylor a while ago. I, I was going to school at TCC, and I was working at the Quincy Rec Department. I played ball through high school. I wasn't wasn't a very big guy back then, so I, I really didn't have a lot of options to play college football. But uh, I loved football. My my dad was a very good football player, and uh, so it was a big part of our our life. And and uh, uh, started working as I was working at the recreation department. The uh, John Everett was the head coach at Shanks High School, and Ricky Bell, who's a Leon County legend. Uh, was the coaches at Shanks then, and they asked uh, me if I wanted to coach the junior varsity, help coach the junior varsity. I said, absolutely. So that's how I got my start. I started coaching junior varsity in uh, 19, probably 83 at Shanks. And uh, after that, uh, I stayed with uh, Coach Bell and Coach Everett at the, their tenure at Shanks. And then when Coach James took over at Shanks, I, I was on that staff as well. And then when I started to uh, go to when I went to school at Florida State, I got a job at Leon High School, uh, coaching the junior varsity there at Leon High School. And after I graduated from from uh, Florida State, I came back to Quincy and applied for a job. Coach Johnny Williams, legendary coach Johnny Williams, was the head football coach at Shanks, and he hired me as offense coordinator back in '92. Now, coach, when you got the head coach job. Did you already know it was coming? Like, man, boy, when they give me my turn, I'm finna take over and do what I need to do. Yeah, we had we had when Coach Williams and I started at Shanks in, in 1992, we uh we were putting together a, a program, and uh, you know I knew in in 1995 when I got named the head football coach at Shanks, we uh we uh. We had some good things going on. We had some good players coming up. We had some kids that, that we felt good about. Uh, we had a good, strong athletic program at Shanks back then. Our track team was winning state championships, and, and we had some kids that could run, and and it, we, were all, we were putting the pieces all together. The first thing I did, though, is I, I had Ab, uh, Coach Williams had Abdul Howard at quarterback, and uh, Willie Simmons had him at receiver. Yeah. So the first thing I did is I took Willie Simmons and put him at quarterback and took Abdul Howard and put him at Z. And uh, we made a living off of throwing a hitch route out there to uh, Abdul. And, uh, of course, you all know Abdul played at Florida State. Right. And uh, But there was no way I could, you know, justify a kid with an arm like Willie Simmons had right. playing him at wide receiver. So that was the first thing I did. That was the first order of business to get Simmons at quarterback. <laughs> and it worked out pretty good for him. Coach, now, see, you you hear some key points, and I want to know, see y'all, like I like I gave y'all the breakdown when I was growing up and seeing Coach Gay, 
I remember they hit they end up getting these uniforms looking just like Clemson. Looking just like with the pole on the side of here. I remember the helmets they had air that was the name of AI I mean AIR. And I just remember that they had the back flaps. Everything it's like it stepped up ten thousand times. They was almost looking like a college. And I forgot to mention one player too on Thriller, Michael Jackson. He played at Troy too. He was on that team too. So Coach, I got to know how how did you organize all that like with the gear and putting everything together? Cause like to me, that's that's what it really gave me that extra off to like man. You know what? I want to get that Shanks here, man. I want that Paul on the side of here, man. Like what? Like how did you end well, up doing all that? You know, at Shanks, uh, unfortunately during those times, the administration and it didn't they didn't put a whole lot into football. And it wasn't fair for our kids to go play other kids, and they have nice things, and we didn't have nice things. So our first order of business was to – first thing I did is I got a booster club together. And uh, Roger Milton was very instrumental in starting that booster club. And first thing I wanted to do, I wanted our kids to have the nice equipment, and I wanted us to look good just like other schools look good. So I felt like that, that helped our overall attitude and morale as a football team. For us to have the nice Douglas shoulder pads and, and uh, have the nice uniforms and look good on Friday night, I felt like you look good, you're going to play good. Mm-hmm. And our guy, that was that was a big part of our success, I think, is our kids knew that we were going to invest a lot into them and they would give a lot back to us. Coach, now I talked about a team early, y'all. It was a 1998 team. Now, Delta Jackson them had a real good team too. But with you having all of these players on this team, I – I kid you not, man. To me, it was a must-do to be every Friday, make sure I was at that game when y'all played. How was that for you coaching that team? Because it's like, and they end up losing in the playoffs to Jacksonville Reigns, which I think they got cheated. But this should have been a state championship winning team. But how was it for you, Coach, like coaching that team? And what's your thoughts on everything just looking back at it? Man, coaching that team was a was a you know William the the year before, I, and I'll go back the year before, you know we actually played for the district championship the year before, and and lost fifty six fifty three. We we couldn't stop anybody that year, so I, I went out and I hired Vic Cully, uh, coach well known around this area to to run our defense, and that that was a big difference. And, and let me just say, you know, I want to make sure that I. I give all my coaching staff at that time props because we had a who's who coaching staff. We had Eric Sanders, uh, who played at Duke for Coach Spurrier. and was a Shanks graduate. He came back, and he was our offense coordinator. Ray, Ray Matthews, uh, uh, Roderick Glenn, Ricky Smith. Uh, 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 had uh, – oh, shoot, I can't – oh, well, Cully and, and, and you know, we just had a lot of coaches, and the thing about it is we had those guys at the school, too, working, and they were able to keep tabs on the guys, and, and uh, that made a big difference as well. But uh, the 98 team, you know, we lost in the, we lost to uh, Crestview uh, for the district championship that year, and then we uh, ended up making the playoffs uh, in a shootout. We had, to, had a, we had a shootout with Pace and Rickards over, over – uh, Capital Stadium, 
and we won that, and we played Madison in the first round. We we jumped on Madison. Madison won the state championship that year, but we jumped out on Madison that that in that game twenty to twenty to six or something like that. They ended up beating us in the fourth quarter, but we came back, and those kids were hungry. They wanted they wanted to to uh, to make a run at it, and we we put together a, a summer passing league. We played seven on seven and against other schools they you know the FHSA had, had approved us to do passing leagues in the summer back then and uh, we, we invested a lot into it and uh, but the thing about it is our kids they, they wanted to they wanted to win I think we beat everybody we played in Tallahassee that year we, I think the only team we didn't play in Tallahassee that year was Lincoln we didn't play them but uh, we, we beat NFC in overtime uh, at Shanks. They were a state championship team that year. They had Tony Milton and Constantine Ritzman and and a lot of other D1 players. Probably had just as many as we had um, back then. But uh, you know, those guys were hungry. But uh, coaching Willie Simmons and 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 having him as your quarterback that that's a, a pretty nice luxury. Uh, there were a lot of you know Willie was like having another coach on the field even back then. I mean, as a senior in high school. He knew our offense as good as our coaches did. I mean, a lot of times I called timeout and I'd ask him, "What you know? What do you think?" You know, because he he knew what was going on, and having him at quarterback was just was unbelievable. I you know I think every every football coach should have an opportunity to coach a guy like Willie Simmons. He's just a just a football guru. Uh, even back then, you know, Willie was uh, very intelligent. Uh, we were very fortunate to have him. Uh, you know, like you mentioned a while ago, we had, you know, I think nine D1 players on that football team that year. Had 16 guys sign off that off of that team, and uh, you know, it, it was a great run. But uh, you know, and, and in the next year, we were really set up to to be really successful. The next year, even after all those guys graduated, uh, had Michael Jackson coming back. He tore his MCL in Game Three that year, and and that was a devastating blow. And then had Donnie Young's twin brother come back, Danny Young, and he tore his ACL uh, like the sixth game of the year. So we we were very riddled with injuries that year, and we ended up we ended up five and five, and we lost to Swanee in the playoffs that year. But we from '94 to '99 or '93 to '99, we we went to the playoffs five out of the six years, and uh, only the year we didn't go to the playoffs, we played in a bowl game, but. Uh, you know, it, and and I, I got to say this, I, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of college recruiters coming to Shanks until Coach Williams got there, and 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 I was on the staff, and and but Dexter Jackson put us on the map, no doubt about it. He's the one that brought attention to Quincy Shanks High School, hands down the best the best football player, best athlete I've ever coached. See, Coach. Don't don't say too much more. I got a question to ask okay. you. Okay. Right. Now, I got two more questions. So, my next question is: How was it for you growing up? Like, for your parents and like, who inspired you to become the person you are today? I'd have to say that'd be my dad. Uh, yeah, I, I had a good childhood. Mom and dad put a lot into us. Uh, I have two twin brothers, younger brothers, and then I'm, I got an older sister who bullied me. Uh, and so she made me tough. I always tell her that. I said, you you know, my older sister's one that made me tough. 
she would pin me down and on the ground, you know, make me try to make me get up. But uh, uh, I, had, I had a good childhood, and I grew up in Quincy. Uh, you know, you go through life and you say, you know, once I really figured out my path, uh, you know, I knew that being the head football coach at Shanks is what I wanted to do. It was one of my goals to be the football coach, but it wasn't just the fact that I wanted to be the football coach. I wanted, I wanted to be successful. And that, that was, you know, there was a lot of people, you can be a coach of a football team, but you want to do something special. You want to do something that's never been done before. We really, I really wanted that state championship. And I, you know, I felt like we had our opportunity and I won't make any negative comments about the range game, but it was, you know, I felt like that was uh, something that, that got away from us. I, I think if we'd have played that game at home, we'd, it'd have been a different outcome, but, uh, and, I, and that just that, that isn't just my opinion. That's the opinion of a lot of folks that were there. But, uh, you know, Reigns ended up losing to Madison. We lost to Madison. We played Madison in the regular season that year. And I don't know if you remember this, uh, Mike, but we lost to them 35-28. We had two touchdowns called back. Yeah, I remember Ray Y'all Ray played them at like, they spoke Played them at our place. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember because Ray Ray ran like for a 60-yard touchdown, I think. Yeah. I remember that. Yep, and Ronnie got called for a pass interference in the end zone, which was a, a offensive pass interference in the end zone. Yeah, Caught yeah. the ball, and, you know, they said he pushed off. But anyway, you know, I, I, we really wanted another shot at Madison that year. We felt like we were a better football team, and they ended up winning state that year. So that that, that basically would have most likely been your state year. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep, that, that would have been it. Now, Dexter's senior year, we – we uh, <laughs> that was a, a, a you know, he he was a one man. Of course, I, I say he's a one man show, but I mean, we went to Swanee. Uh, Mike Pittman was at, was at uh, Live Oak, and we went into the pit, and uh, of course they had you know they were all wearing their state championship rings because they were dominating high school football back then, and I can remember before the game started, Coach Pittman came over and you know he was talking to Coach Williams and I, and he said. Uh, uh, you know, when we play so-and-so next week, and I'm sitting there thinking, wait a minute, you haven't beat us yet. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, you play at Swanee back in those days, it was a packed house. I mean, it was it was like going to a college football game. And Dexter, I think, uh, in that football game, he, uh, he threw two touchdown passes to Pop Williams. Uh, he's he had a, he played on defense. He he intercepted a pass or two, and he kicked he kicked every extra point. And I, we we beat Swanee 35-28, and I think we took the lead real late that night. And man, you talk about a quiet crowd. But uh, if I had that VCR tape for years, I I need to try to find it. But you talk about a dominating performance from a high school football player. That that was unbelievable to watch. That Dexter Jackson. I mean, he he put on a show that night. Well, with that being said, Coach, this is the last question. Now, y'all know this question always bring a little controversy. It's good. It's, it's good now, but I got to ask Coach now because he didn't see it a lot. And uh, You already I, know who his number one is. Yeah, we already <laughs> know. We kind of heard who his number one. So we're going to let him give the Quincy top five from his view. So, Coach, go ahead and give us your top five. Well, that, you know, that's that's tough because I don't, I don't want to hurt any of my, <laughs> any of my ball players. Yeah. I, you know, I love my guys, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, no doubt Dexter Jackson, uh, definitely number one. 
just from an athlete standpoint and from a football playing standpoint. And, you know, and I used to take Dexter home every day, and I got tired of hearing it. But he said, Coach, I'm going to play in the NFL. Coach, I'm going to play in the NFL. You know, and he played, what, 11 seasons in the NFL, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he, he was a man of his word. But uh, just, you know, he's state state champion hurdler. Played on the basketball team, was a really good basketball player, and, you know, what he did football-wise and what he did to bring attention to Shanks High School and, and get college recruiters to come back to Shanks High School. You know, I, I'd have to say he's he's definitely uh, number one. Of course, Simmons, uh, you know, I'd say he's he's definitely in that top five. Uh, Donnie Young, and, and a lot of people don't know about Donnie, but, you know, Donnie was just a hard-nosed football player. And uh, – you know, he had 16 unassisted tackles and in, in, against Swanee in the first round of the playoffs in 98. What position and he played? He was a linebacker. Oh, okay. And, and I was telling Mickey Baker outside a while ago, I said, a lot of people don't, don't remember this. I said, Donnie Young was my starting wheel linebacker, but I had him deep on kickoffs. Yeah. He returned a kickoff against Reigns in the region final, 92 yards for a touchdown. I remember, I remember him. And Mickey says, Coach, you had your starting linebacker deep on the kickoff? I said, hey, it's all about – what you know the heart i said i knew if hey, if he got his hands on that football he's gonna do everything he could to score and uh, he did he you know but donnie donnie was a very special player uh abdul howard uh abdul was just a cut out of the same cloth as dexter uh you know just tough never got hurt uh just big you know he ended up playing nfl europe i, I don't know whether y'all remember the nfl oh, we, europe we days but he was player he was defensive player of the year in mm-hmm. nfl europe and uh, Abdul went on, had a good career at Florida State, won a national championship at Florida State. Uh, where am I at now, Fig? Got one more. Wow, that's going to be tough. You know, boy, I hate you asking me that. You know, I, I got so many options there, but, uh, hmm. I'm going to have I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, and I'm going I'm to I'm I'm do it from the standpoint of what they meant to their team, okay? From the standpoint of, of, of what they meant to their team, what I mean by that, I, you know, I felt like just having them on the team meant you were, you know, going to do a lot of things and, and be successful. I'd have to say uh, that that my fifth one would be uh, Alex Jackson. Yes, sir. With Georgia Bulldog, he was an <laughs> offensive tackle, y'all. Yeah. And I'm talking about he was one of the first big guys I saw cut up, tall, yeah, strong, yeah, but clean cut guy too. Believe it or not, now, and you know he was a guy that who was a dominator on the field. Like I remember seeing an All Star game. He was at the All Star game on um, the Georgia Florida All Star game. He started at Georgia, y'all, as a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. So he a four year starter for the Georgia Bulldogs when he played back then. So. And Alabama. coaching right now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a coach. State. Yeah, he's an offensive line coach right now, at Alabama State. So that's Coach Gay top five, and you can't deny all them guys. They top notch players, and y'all, I gotta give it up to Coach Gay again. This is one of the, the a legendary coaches that you have, and you know you serve small time that did a lot. He was one of the best, and he was somebody I got to see up close and personal because he was one of my coaches as well. But I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. I ask you a fall to the ground. This is the Life of Football Podcast.
is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football This is a new day to live your life This is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football It's 